Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Professional Insight Podcast, episode 33, season two. Um, Just wrapping up season two, too. Wrapping it up. Well, close to. Yeah. Well, my name is Brandon Curry. My name is Jeff Collins. I'm Josh Bond. Trevor Lindy. And the famous Jacqueline behind the camera. Famous or infamous? Infamous. Doesn't want to be on camera, even though that would be improve. That'd be (laughs) an improve the podcast. Anyway. um, These shirts improve the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Uh, Jack. So I guess we were just chatting with, uh, well, first of all, thank you to our sponsors, Brand Boulevard, for um, sponsoring. Thanks. We we forgot to thank you in the last episode. No, we didn't. You did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did, yeah. You just don't listen. Well, I was thinking about these nice shirts. Yeah. Okay. We, just, we need a sponsor. He, was he doesn't Nash. listen when you talk. Yeah, we need, yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack Nash sponsor. Maybe work it. Maybe, maybe we can probably do. We need more followers, probably. Yeah. Um. So, Jeff. Yes. Right now. Yes. So I, I read something somewhere. Um, Springs here. Yeah. Uh, the boat. Nobody's in their houses. So we're 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 <laughs> recording this. We're recording this March fourth. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be airing in April, early April. Yeah, probably. early April. So yeah, this will be first week of April. They're actually predicting like a 10 to 15% increase in housing prices this year in, in specifically in Ontario and definitely, definitely Southwestern Ontario. So like you want to maybe touch on that. And then now with the interest rates, well, getting cut, there's all kinds of rumors that it's going to be the same as uh, 2017 right now yeah. because the multiple offers have happened and I'm not sure. They started already? Well, they, they, oh yeah. They st- the, the big thing is GTA went up last year. So what happened in 2017 is it went bonkers. The government cooled it. Yeah. And it brought it back down to earth. Okay. So they, they put in the, the golden horseshoe tax, the foreign buyer tax. They've put in the stress, anything to cool it because it was just going to become unaffordable. There's signs of that coming back again right now. And I don't know if it's, it's attributed to the fact that there wasn't a bad winter this year. Right. So we had, I'd say, a, a month of grass. Right. So when the month of grass and winter's there, the GTA people come down, especially when the market up there has gone up. I'd say it up it went up probably 10% over the last year in, in the GTA. That's big which, for there. Which is it, it's big for there, but it's huge for down here mm. because it's getting so condensed in population there that the the baby boomers are starting to move down to Niagara. I look at, Tor- I look at Toronto as an organism, right? Like, I mean, this thing just keeps on expanding. Like it, oh, it's like, right? 100, like 130,000 people a year going to the GTA. Yeah, I mean, so no, that's the yeah, yeah. So they sought just, after areas no, around the lake. Right? They expected the, two two years ago, three years ago, we knew this. You know, the Niagara Workforce Planning Board specifically, and for anyone outside of Niagara, sorry, but I'll, I'll just quote these stats. Yeah. They said until about 2023, they expected net migration into Toronto to be 70,000 people. Hmm. Net migration, a which year. means. All the people going in and all the people going out, net positive 70,000 people. Per so, year. Per year. Yeah. So that's the equivalent of basically the city of Niagara Falls every, every year. single year yeah. going into, into Toronto. Yeah. Where are they going to bloody live? Well, March you know is a scale. The population is about 5 million, right? GTA. But it doesn't matter. So. You're not building 70,000 households or like even if you did the average population of let's say three per household sure right even divide that by three you're looking at just over twenty thousand uh, well, dwellings and trunks yeah. going up they're not going out That's they're right. going they up can't. right well, so they're they going up, room. Yeah. up and out yeah right because i mean they oh ford's expanded yeah the the building area and all that too but they're not all coming to niagara let's no. know let's no, not no they're, they're going, going to hamilton Barry. yeah they're going they to go hamilton to, they're get, going get to burlington get your water loose hotter than we are yeah yeah right like jacqueline lives out gulf way yeah, in, well, she's in Guelph, a, so... But that court... My sister's what's in happening, KW, right? and... I mean, she bought her house for 230 maybe 20, 22 years ago, 23 years ago. Yeah. That thing's worth 850 now. 
No, but but I've, I've even got people from Florida right now that are calling me to build in, in, in Welland and Dane City. Yeah. You know? So it, it's I'm finding a lot, for me specifically, they're looking for bungalows. And they're not looking for raised bungalows because that's got six steps up and down. That retired they're looking set, for right? one-step bungalows. So yeah. like, and this is 80-year-old shopping still, looking for homes. 70-year-olds <laughs> looking for homes. 60-year-olds will do a raised bungalow, a side split, a back split. They might even consider a two-story, but they're looking in their next five to ten years and if they're 50, 55, they're like, we better get rid of the two-story right now and go to the bungalow. Mm-hmm. The families are still buying the two-stories. But if you look in the market right now, if you shop two-stories, there's a ton available because all the builders are building it. And the reason the builders are building it is they can get more square foot pricing you know, right. because you can get more square footage in a two-story. Right. In the bungalows, you don't get as much. So they cost more. They have a more expensive foundation. They got a more expensive roof. You that's know, right. so that's the difference on it. So they're not out there. So if you see a bungalow that's even remotely move-inable, you'll see multiple offers on them right now. I couldn't even find it. The only reason I got one for my clients that, that – no, Carlos closing on it. We won't – never mind. Oh, jeez, uh, son of a mother. <clears throat> but they got it is because – and this is a, a big mistake. If, if you're a local person looking to sell your house – do not use a GTA agent, okay? They will put it on the Toronto board, not the Niagara board, unless they spend a whopping 60 bucks. But guess what? They don't want to. So I bought a house that I found on MLS. None of the other agents knew it existed because a Toronto agent put it down. So they only put it in the Toronto they don't, board? They only put it on the Toronto board. So but now it, you're going to give your, your secret away. No. These, these all these other agents that are listening to this podcast are going to be the Toronto agents aren't listening to our podcasts. No, the ones here they're, they're too busy <laughs> stuck in traffic right now. Um, <clears throat> Which is a great time to turn on the Professional Insight podcast when you're stuck in traffic. I don't know how you turn it on in there. I guess you could do it through Bluetooth, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I got to start doing that. Oh boy. A- anyway, so we bought the house, and I I personally believe it was probably twenty five to thirty grand below market value because they really couldn't do a CMA because they didn't have access to the sold listings in the Niagara board. You know, they could have. They could have asked for it, but they clearly didn't. We stole a house. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's closing Friday. I'm ecstatic about it. My but next buy, they I still haven't even put the sold sign up. And in the Niagara board, if you don't put the sold sign up within 24 hours, you get fined. Oh, wow. You know, so, so that's what's crazy. But really what's happening down in the spring market, we haven't seen this yet in a, in, in a while. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a crazy storm coming because interest rates are dropping. Mm-hmm. Weather's getting better. Mm-hmm. GTA's up in price. Yep. Stress test is changing. And GTA's coming down to Niagara to buy right now. And it's not just the, the baby boomers who are looking for the bungalows. Their families are starting to realize, wow, it's way more affordable down there. Yeah. Like there was a thing on Facebook recently that someone from Toronto moved down to Niagara. I think it was in Waynefleet. They said it's like a resort living down here because yeah. it's quiet. It's safe. You know, it's, it's not crazy traffic. I go to GTA now to go watch a sporting event. If I don't take the GO train or a limo bus, shoot me. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. the same with you. I, I get me I out got of one here. parking garage by the by the <clears throat> Scotia Bank place. Yeah, that I, I. But that's it, right? Like I'll take Lakeshore in I'll limo go to bus, parking, go train, or I don't. That's it, right? It right. gets me one block to the. But but you know what? St. Catharines now going to St. Catharines. Remember last year the the construction going on oh, in St. Catharines? Yeah. 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 And Martin now the population's getting still more dense get there too. You got wait till the Canada 2021 games. Oh yeah, just wait another year. Nuts! It's gonna be nuts. At least the construction will be done by then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they got half of it done. They're going to do the other half now. They'll redo Geneva Street for the 10th year in a row because right. they do it every freaking year. Yeah. And all, all the ramps and all that stuff. So, like, tell us what you think is going to happen with uh, the interest rates. Are they going to continue to go down or what? 
Yeah, there's signs. We're seeing it right now. So the question is, what's going to happen with... Uh, well, the stress test is a big thing, right? Stress test is changing. We're going to talk about that on another episode. Um, but like e- between recording on March 4th and the air date of this, we may even see the qualifying rate drop because it, right now it's the five-year benchmark. And with everything happening, on, uh, happening in the uh, interest rate world, that might even drop before to, we even get to the stress to test. To me, let's raise the Change. amortization period. Like to a 40? 30, 35? Well, you Rock have a 40, no, why not? Have, right? You do have some 30s now, do you not? So I thought there's no 30, just 25. Right? No, so you, we can only do 30 if you're putting down greater than 20%. We can go 30. Um, there was one lender. I Personally, I don't deal with them. I'm sure they still do I offer it. Uh, a couple, yeah, alternative lenders, B lenders. So you're going to pay a higher rate, but they're like, they can do up to 35 years yeah. in a couple of instances. Yeah, so like rock solid credit, B lenders, um, but just kind of. See, to me, if you want to get the 20 to 25 year olds, 20 to 30 year olds in the house, give yeah. them a longer amortization yes. period. That'll drop the price. Yes, but the problem is, I think you should qualify it, right? Because what happened in the States is they had 99 year terms or whatever crazy. But they do like 25 year way- terms in the States. It's not even an amortization, it's the term. No, but they had they an amortization for, for like 90 years. No, longest amortization was 50 in the US. So in 2008 when this stuff started happening, they were doing they, they were giving people 100% financing on the gr- greater than like basically building in the increase yeah, the increased growth on it. They were amortizing for 50 years and they were also allowing people to turn around and do interest only payments for the first See, that's X crazy. amount of years and like crazy. 5 7 years interest only and all of a sudden uh, mortgage backed securities uh what was happening so was is 50 they were getting it was 50 was the longest amortization in the states but they were turning around and um yeah, uh, uh, selling the mortgage backed securities interest rates up through the roof see, just, yeah, and yeah, they hosed right. they hosed people see in, in they my were selling mind good it, debt as uh, sorry they were selling bad debt as good debt yeah. see, and that that's was, what that's what See, a mortgage Correct. guy might not want to hear it, but I think a good idea would be if you offer a first-time buyer who's never bought before a 30 to 35-year amort- you know, amortization period, but no refinancing allowed in those 35 years. Because they tend to get 100 k in there, and they take it all out, and they sure. throw it all in the house, and then they're they're back to, to, to zero, right? And I think just you're not allowed to. You sign this, here's your bonus. You sell it off, you can break it, but no refinancing. Because that's the problem I see a lot of people get into. They put way too much money into their renovation, and and then they're not getting ahead. Yeah. Like let's reduce debt. The um oh geez, I can't even think of his name right now. Um Scotiabank. Sc- Scotiabank, uh <laughs> the boss. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Doesn't matter. Anyways, he's in charge of Scotia Scotia Mortgage Authority, which is like both mortgage channels of the business. Um and you're on Kiraco time. Uh, yeah, I'm I on, know Curacao. I'm on <laughs> I lose his mind if you say it wrong. No, so he. <laughs> but I always thought it was Blue Caraco when I was a kid. But it should be Blue Carousel. Yeah, Curacao. Yeah, Blue Curacao. That was kind of neat. Anyways, <laughs> um, so they. Squirrel. Sorry. Yeah, in January, our principal broker. Uh, actually, technically, is he our principal broker, Bill Nugent? I think Elaine actually holds the title of principal Bring broker for compliance purposes. Anyways, uh, Bill Nugent, the captain of the ship at Neighborhood Dominion Lending Centers, was at a Scotia event in January. And um, John Webster, there we go. There we go. Finally came to mind. He uh, uh, adds to the story. 
sure does. Well, you know what? He's he's one of one of the industry uh, influencers for sure. And he's considering sponsoring us too. So there we go. <laughs> anyway, so to to Thanks, the point John. where where I'm trying to go with with this is he's a firm belief that there's no way we're going to see a 30 year M no. introduced, at least not in the near future. Um, like in the foreseeable future. Can you explain this now that I think of it. Banks can't make that decision, right? Is it the government, government who tells makes, you can do it? So, yeah, the go- it, it all comes So even a B lender could, couldn't make that decision, or they could? They could well, say, B lender can do it, but you're, want, you're right? a 20%. There is still regulations that the B, lender has, B lenders have to comply with. Private yeah. lenders don't have any regulation for all intents and purposes. They're fighting for that, you said, right? Um, fighting for... For regulations on private lending. Private? The, well, you told the, me the, gover- before, the yeah? government has commented that they feel that you know they Should need to be. do something, but how do you go in yeah. and police it and regulate it? Um, but so John Webster's comment is right now, Bank of Canada, um, the guy in charge of Bank of Canada, uh, poll laws, as well as the guy in charge of CMHC right now, uh, their terms are coming to an end. Mm-hmm. They are both not being, not choosing to renew, not being renewed whatever the circumstances being. So they have a legacy that they want to uphold, right? That's where Webster's mindset is, is that we're not going to, we're not going to see a 30 year amortization because then that's going to interfere with the legacy of CMHC's president, hmm. right? He's, he's been able to help Canadians, you know, because making, maintain make, a good market. Yeah. Making housing more affordable supply demand. Yeah. Well, we can get into an argument on that and, but in their mind, their eyes, they feel they've done the right thing, so we're not going to see a 30-year. Maybe the next person that comes to the helm of CMHC might consider doing a 30-, 35-year amortization, but until that happens later this year, um, and it's, again, not oh, something... Oh, so the change is coming this year? The change is coming, the change the is coming to... Retirement. Yes, to the head of the ship of Bank of Canada and CMHC. Yes. Bank of Canada, Polaz is what, June, I think? Yep, June. Uh, But CMHC, I don't think, is till October, November. So don't expect to hear anything 2020. Maybe whoever comes in uh, to the role with CMHC starts thinking things 2021. Because I think this year becomes even more unaffordable for first-time buyers as a competition. And you know what? So they're going to start saying, on, how do we get them to buy? Depending on how that market goes this year, they may not want to do a 30-year. I don't know if you're going to gonna be people. able to correct it. To be blunt. Well, just, yeah, because the base because price for starting houses is just up. And then what happens? Now, that's what's at. You've got people with cash buying them. Yeah. We need... We need right. help on like, supply constraints. Yeah, it's the, it's the supply issues, and, and basically, yeah. you know, and this is this yeah, is the whole thing. Yeah, but their fix isn't build new houses because you can't build new houses at that low price point. Well, not only that, well, that's because we also have a shortage in trade, right? Yeah. So you have your all your tr- your trades are at an all time well, shortage. Materials are at all time, and high right you have now mater- too. supply and demand on materials, and then yeah. you also have the co- because of all that, your yeah. cost of land's going up. Yeah. So you you can't like you you mathematically can't build anything for less than. Two hundred thousand smaller units, right? I think is is, is what's gonna. Well, you're lucky to get land for two hundred thousand. Right? Absolutely, yeah. like yeah, you right? wanted two hundred thousand yeah, like for a units, basic lot. Like that's where I've said to clients over and boards, over right? and over again: you just get into the market and yeah. buy a condo. Yeah. Just buy a condo or yeah. a townhouse or, or a ta- semi or a like, fixer upper. Get your client. The, the, the first time home buyers are fixed on buying a home. Yeah. It's like my first home was a condominium, yeah. and I know that I was paying a lot in condo fees, but. You know, uh, hey, 10 years later, we already did an episode on this. Mm-hmm. You know, JC over here uh, flipped it and turned a, turned turned, a, turned a massive profit. Mm-hmm. So And I made mean, everybody in that building a lot of money. Well, it. that's exactly <laughs> it. So, like, at the did end of the day... Did you give a thank day, you to any of them? No. no. Um, did you give a so, thank you to Jack Nasher? No. 
I know, right? I want to comment on how much Trevor spoke today. So yeah, far. no, I'm good for you. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. Lots. Caracal cured you. He's, right. he's, he's refreshed. He's refreshed. I, <laughs> hey, I do have to admit I'm refreshed. Yeah. Curacao was amazing. Curacao. Curacao. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you know there's thanks. nine different types of Curacao? What's a Curacao? Like flavors? Blue, yeah, flavors blue. Of, yeah. of Curacao. Like blue, purple, nine, nine green, di- yeah. orange. Blue, obviously, I is their I signature. I think I have all nine at home. I think. Blue yeah. is, well, blue is their signature. Rep, we should to, do this for the next episode. I used to rep Marie Brazard, right? Okay. Years ago. So. Okay, let's wrap up. Anyways, <laughs> thanks very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, thanks again to our, our sponsor, Brand Boulevard. Um, and any future sponsors, we are always looking for them. Help us help you <laughs> stay informed. We're interviewing sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. Out. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. Had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.